how to come up with amazing product ideas on today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Thrive Themes, blazingly fast WordPress templates and plugins built to get more traffic, more subscribers, more clients, and more customers to you. To find out how Thrive Themes can turn your blog or website into a money-making work of art, go to servenomaster.com backslash Thrive Themes. Are you tired of dealing with your boss? Do you feel underpaid and underappreciated? If you want to make it online, fire your boss and start living your retirement dreams now. Then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Serve No Master Podcast, where you'll learn how to open new revenue streams and make money while you sleep. Presented live from a tropical island in the South Pacific by best-selling author Jonathan Green. Now, here's your host. One of the keys to a successful content marketing business is finding a product that people want to buy, that you can create, and that you can bring those people to. You can generate that magic moment where people who want what you have find what you have and spend money to get it. I've been a product creator for a very long time now. I've created more than 100 products, books, video courses, audio courses, programs for myself, for clients, for partners, for publishers, all the different ways you can really generate and create courses online and deliver them to people. My expertise has always really been in creating content that people buy and never want to return so that they're happy with their purchasing decision. How do I come up with these ideas? How can you find that brilliant product, that perfect idea for your market? I've been thinking about this a lot lately as I've come up with some really exciting new product ideas lately. The first place that I generate my ideas is my research phase. I research Amazon two or three times a week to really see where the market is headed, what types of books are trending, what types of topics are becoming popular. Starting there really gives me a feel for what people are interested in. The great thing about Amazon, you can see how popular a book is, how popular any product is in its category, and that tells you if people are spending money on it. There are plenty of books on Amazon on topics no one cares about. If I am trying out an idea or if I'm just looking at different categories, I see one book, I look and see if other books on topic are selling. Sometimes there's nothing there and I say, oh, this is not a popular topic, I'm gonna move on. But sometimes I see something really special, I see an opening. And when I see one of those openings, it becomes the seed of an idea. If I see a topic that's popular and becoming more and more popular but there's not a lot of competition or the books there, the products there aren't very strong, that's where I see opportunity. I like to see that people are interested in something and then to see that the current products offered to them are not as good as I can do. That's one way I do it. Another way is when I run into a need of my own. I recently switched my email provider, as I talked about two episodes ago, to ConvertKit. One of the challenges that I ran into was their onboarding procedure is a little bit difficult. They're organized so differently than traditional autoresponders and the systems I've used in the past that figuring out their system required me to send in four or five support tickets that were totally unnecessary. I was asking questions because I couldn't figure out where features were, where different buttons were, how to do different things. I did a lot of research. I looked online trying to find a follow-on course. I did grab one course. I found one free course, and I would say that it was pretty much garbage. It was a two-hour course. I went through it in four or five minutes. I kept fast-forwarding and saying, when am I going to get to the part where you show the screen, where you show how to actually use this software? So out of two hours of content, only five minutes was showing screen stuff, and it wasn't anything beyond here's how to log in. It was so basic and such a waste of time, I was totally disappointed. 
So I see now, oh, there's an opportunity here because I need this product. I would really value something. And I begin to think about what's the best way to implement this idea. If I created an entire training all about how to use ConvertKit, how to use it to build your mailing list, how to build your business, how could I best implement that? And I have some really cool ideas and I'm just in the idea phase. This is an idea that I just had today and I'm just working on it. It's one of the ideas that's swirling. I don't know if it will actually happen. I think it will. I've already talked to some people that help me design my products and courses to see what they think about this process. A lot of it, this type of process, this type of product is going to be almost pure screenshots as opposed to something that's pure text. Most of my books have no pictures in them. So this is slightly different. This will be similar to a few projects I've worked on and it'll be very similar to a lot of the free gifts I send to you as opposed to a traditional Amazon book. But before I make any final decisions, I think about the value of the product, how it would value me and how I could generate money in the back end. So with every product I generate, I think about the idea of becoming an affiliate off of this product. Do I need to sell this product to make money? Or is there another way I can use this to be more successful? Maybe if I give this away for free, I could build a really big following, a really big audience or do something else. I always want to build something that has long-term value. One of the challenges that everyone faces in the dating industry, people that do products for men's dating especially, is the lists die out very quickly. If you teach a man how to meet a woman, how to get a great relationship, he goes, great, problem solved, bye, and he never opens another email from you again because you've solved his one main problem that's relevant to that. Now women believe in relationship maintenance, so a woman who buys a dating product from me will also buy how to make sure he's the one, how to get through the perfect wedding, how to plan for our first child, all of those relationship arc moments women care about because women see relationships as a journey whereas men see them as an event. It's far better to build a list of women in the relationship and dating space than men because they're far more reactive in that way. Men, once they get the problem solved, they disappear and unfortunately those same guys run into relationship problems down the line and have no idea what went wrong. They never even considered relationship maintenance. So when men fall out of relationships, they have these problems, they never consider the relationship maintenance solution. They never think, oh, maybe there was a problem with the way I approached relationship. Now I see a problem with the event, and this is across the board, and I know this because I've sold probably a million products to men and women in dating. This is one of my experiences from interacting back and forth with my audience a lot. So when you're designing a product and you think, I want to create a book about X. A perfect example, one of my friends recently put a book and created an entire book about how to quit smoking e-cigarettes. Now he might be ahead of the curve and eventually find that audience. When he wrote the book, there was no audience for it. There was barely an audience for learning how to smoke e-cigarettes. But let's think about that for a moment. What do you sell to people when you've talked them into quitting smoking this product? Almost nothing. Whereas if you teach people how to smoke e-cigarettes, not that I'm saying you should and not that I'm a fan of it, but if you teach people how to smoke e-cigarettes, well then you can sell them e-cigarettes, different flavors, different things. So teaching people how to not do something is very hard to create follow-on products. One of my friends, has a product about quitting pornography. Same thing, he can't find anything else once he helps people solve their problem and quit their addiction, there's nothing else to offer them. The quitting industry, it's very hard to create follow-on products. You can certainly help people, but when people have a problem solution mindset and once you've solved that problem, it's very hard for you to continue to grow a business. So you have to constantly find, recruit, and convert brand new customers. When you're designing a product, think about additional things you can provide, services, courses, training, materials, physical products, whatever it is. 
One of the things I'm working on right now with one of my interns is a book about how to color books better, how to be a better coloring book user. Sounds crazy until you realize that your average coloring book on Amazon right now is making $10,000 a month. It's a huge, huge market. Adult coloring books outsell children's coloring books about 10 or 20 to 1 right now. So it's a huge market, great opportunity. There's several courses out there just about how to write and create adult coloring books. So there's a market interested in this new area and there's a lot of value. I'm very excited about this product. The intern I'm working with is drawing all these amazing pictures and learning how to be a great coloring book colorer. And once you teach people how to be a great colorer, you can then sell them coloring books. It makes sense. There's a follow-on. The whole reason we came up with the idea for this book after two days of brainstorming was to sell some coloring books that I've already designed. Sometimes you create a product to sell something else you've already thought of. There are a lot of great programs to be an affiliate for. If you find a program you want to be an affiliate for, you think this is a great piece of software, this is a great piece of technology, this is a great platform, well you can create an entire training course about how to use it better, how to use it more efficiently, how to be more profitable using this tool, and then you sell your course and then recommend through an affiliate link and so you get paid for all the people that go through your course first. Very, 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 very valuable and a great way to approach creating product. I come up with many, many ideas and not all of them work out. A lot of my ideas, either the person's not interested in or I kind of realize it's not the right time or it's not the right product. Different things happen. But having a constant flow of ideas, having an idea notebook can be very valuable. Whenever you run into a wall and say, oh, I wish there was a better way to learn how to do this, make a note of that. You can then teach yourself, go through that struggle and then create a course, create a product that solves that problem so people don't have to go through that struggle again. There are a lot of great pieces of software, there are a lot of great programs, there are a lot of great systems that don't have very good onboarding procedures. Onboarding is where you teach someone how to use your software when they buy it from you. Some platforms are notorious for how bad their programs are and you have to hire someone else to teach you how to use their software. You can fill that gap and create products that are just training manuals but more advanced training manuals and those sell really well. Think about how many unofficial training manuals you see on Amazon that sell like crazy for every piece of software. That's another direction to go in. You have your training manual and then on the back end you sell the software. You can develop a really nice relationship with some really great products that way. Filling a need in your own life or using your own experience is very valuable. Another thing you can look at is products by people that you admire. One of the ways people describe internet marketing is as a pyramid scheme. And it's not the traditional pyramid scheme of Ponzi scheme. It's that someone at the top creates a product for $5,000. A bunch of people buy that product, make their own versions of it, and then sell it for $2,000. People then buy that and sell their version for $1,000. Then someone goes through that course, makes a $1,000 version, until eventually there's a $7 version of the same training that unfortunately has played a massive game of telephone and has been through seven or eight iterations. You don't want to purely take the content from someone whose courses you're going through. You could easily go through my course. You could go through my Words to Profit Mastery course, learn how to make some money as a freelance writer. If you went through my course and then you began freelance writing and you tracked all of your experiences, you tried every different platform, and you created an entire training course about finding the perfect platform for you, the maximum monetization thing, you built on top of what I do. You made something that's more advanced, and really drills down into detail, well there you have created a superior product or a product that I can then recommend after people have gone through mine. That's the right way to create an advanced product and I would be happy to promote your product if you have a more advanced course that goes even deeper into really current experiences exactly what you're going through and has a really great training then of course I'd be happy to recommend that to my audience. However, if you simply go through my course, 
turn it into your own outline, and regurgitate the information, you are then retelling the same information but without the same level of experience or expertise, and thus creating an inferior product, which is what many people do, and unfortunately, many courses online go through this problem. Just last night, I was on a training webinar teaching people, a brand new batch of people, all about how you can use Amazon and creating a book of becoming a bestseller as a lever to get back to work. If you've lost your job, if you're someone who lost your job and you're trying to find a way to get into more interviews, having a book that's a bestseller is a very powerful fulcrum to lever your way into some really great interviews and even to get a raise. We've talked about this in some previous episodes, so I know you're aware of this. One of the people said to me, well, what makes you different from all the other people out there? What makes you different from other people who teach Kindle out there? And I said, look, there's a couple things I do different, but at the end of the day, if you're already into someone else, follow them. I'm really not interested in stealing followers from someone else and entering into some type of contentious relationship. My system is my system, my experience is my experience, but everyone does different things. And I'm not foolish enough to think that everyone else's system doesn't work and I'm the only one whose system works. That's not true. So if you find another person who's similar to me but you like their message, you like their connection, then follow them. That doesn't bother me. I would never talk down about someone else. Now, there are some products that I don't think are as good as mine, but she didn't name a specific person, so how do I know? But I also know there's five or 10 people teaching similar things that I think are pretty switched on about what they do. They all have slightly different methods to me, but that's okay. You don't need to worry about that. Competition means that it's a good market. I'd rather have five people competing with me than nobody because no one's interested. It's okay to get ideas for product structures. Now, I'm working, as you know, on my Blueprints product, which I'm very excited. I'm really hoping they'll be ready next week. And it's product launch Blueprints for a couple of different markets, and I'm gonna keep making more and more. And I got the idea from something another marketer was promoting. His is very different. Their content is very different, but the idea of really simple launch Blueprints that people can go through in a short amount of time, I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. What about a really miniaturized version of my different systems so people can quickly, in an afternoon, understand the entire system and decide if it's right for them or not and be able to implement something very quickly. I thought it was a very interesting and very smart structure and organization. See, that's the right way to create product. You see something that you find exciting and go, oh, I could do something similar in my market. So if you're in a market other than mine, maybe you're teaching personal development or you're in a health space, you can look at the structure of my business and do something similar but simply for health. If you were doing something medical, like helping people recover from injury, you could look at my blueprints and go, what if I make little mini courses on dealing with each different type of injury, almost like a toolkit. And when people have a different type of problem, they can grab that different tool or they can simply pay for access to everything so whenever there's an injury, they know what to do. A very simple way to repurpose and re-implement exactly what I'm doing and keep it original, keep it your own type of content. There are a lot of places to find inspiration. We always want to first check that there's an audience. Before we create a product, before we write a book, make sure there's people interested in buying it. We find that audience first, and we can find that by doing different types of searches. A really great platform I've been talking about a little bit recently is called buzzsumo.com. You can type in a keyword and see the most popular topics trending based on social media shares for that keyword. Very valuable to see if people are interested in your topic. Right now, if you're listening to this a few weeks or a few months in the future, perhaps quitting e-cigarettes, quitting vaping will become a very popular topic. And suddenly my friend's idea becomes a genius idea. I think you actually had a great idea, just not at the right time. The audience wasn't there yet, but someday it will be. You can see what people are interested in. You can check Amazon, you can check other products, other direct response areas and say, are people buying products about this? Are people buying products on this topic? One of the people in my life was recently complaining that there are so many products selling very well 
and he knows more material than is in those products. And I said, well, make a better version. Make a better version of their product. Use your knowledge. There's nothing wrong with creating a better version of a product out there. I do that all the time. I always look to provide longer courses, better slides, deeper material, and better access to me than the competitors. I try to be at least 10% better in each of those four ways. Then I don't have to worry about the competition. How many of my competitors put out five blog posts a week or five? How many of my competitors put out five podcast episodes a week or even five blog posts a week? Not that many. There are a lot of things that you can do to demonstrate you have greater expertise, you're more available, and you create superior content. Now again, when creating higher ticket products and deeper products, you do want to know what you're talking about. I don't want you to simply buy someone's product, steal all their material, and try and sell it for a low price point. It's a common beginner's mistake to think that, you know, this is the greatest form of compliment. One of the first people I worked with did this exact thing. He stole a product from someone, reverse engineered it, having no idea what he was talking about. And obviously, because it was all about using a certain piece of software, he'd never even used the software before. And you could tell in two minutes. And he tried to get the same guy he stole the course from to promote it. It's like, you stole from me and you want me to recommend what you stole? That's insane. People make that mistake a lot online. Don't, you don't want to go down that black hat path, that dishonest path. You want to create stuff that you own. I often take four or five books to create my outlines for Amazon and then I combine them with my own external research, my own personal experiences, my own stories. Every single one of my books, just like all these podcasts, are filled with personal stories. That's where I differentiate myself and that's where I add value. I'm always trying to create something that's very valuable to the customer. I always want to give people more value. Now I get approached several times a week about outlining fiction books and I'll tell you right now, I'm not good at it. Someday I might be, but it's something that right now I'm not a master at. And so I always recommend this amazing book, Pants Off Outlining. I recommend it all the time. I recommend it inside several of my courses. I do have a training video inside one of my courses where I break down the Pants Off system and I say, here's my interpretation of the system. Here's the link. I think you should buy the book. So I give my interpretation. I give my experience from it. And then I say, it's better to go to the original. I'm just giving you my feeling, but if you want to write a book, you should really go to the source. It's okay to do that. I recommend that book all the time. If you don't know about something, be an affiliate. Recommend it. Recommend someone else who really does. It's the same thing for Facebook marketing. I have never written a course on Facebook marketing. I have very limited experience in that area. However, now I am beginning to move into that market. I recently went through a very good course on Facebook marketing. And depending on some tests later this month, I'll begin recommending that course as an affiliate. And eventually, I'll create my own version because I come up with my own ideas. I would never put out a course that's just a regurgitation unless I have completely new ideas and I have something so far that I'm doing that's not in the course. So I have a new take on it. I have something very interesting that I think adds value. And that's really where you start to create something amazing. Go through a training, implement the training, test out ideas. The reason I created my first really big Kindle course was actually to train interns and because all the courses out there didn't have my innovations. I went through a very expensive training course and now I only use about 20% of what I learned from that course. I've changed 80% of what I do. So I can't recommend something because that system no longer works. That system's two years old. It recommends a couple of things that Amazon now bans and will get your account banned. So I would never recommend that product. And in fact, that person has actually moved out of the ebook market and the Amazon book market for that exact reason. So I teach stuff that starts somewhere else but uses my innovations and has a lot of my voice and a lot of my experimentation in it. That's really where you get the value. One of the things that I teach that almost no one else teaches is dozens of ways to get reviews for Amazon. Most people, most systems at best, you get two or three and usually 
Most of the courses I've seen, 90% of the Kindle courses say ask friends and family, which in fact is a violation of Amazon's new terms of service. And 90% of the time those reviews will simply get deleted. They're not allowed. Amazon even tracks to see if you're Facebook friends with your reviewers. That alone can get you caught and those reviews then get deleted. So the core method most systems teach doesn't even work. So I found my own ways, my own methods, and I'm always adding new methods. And in fact, I learned a couple of new methods over the weekend that I'm very excited about. I came up with some new ideas, and someone else had an idea. I go, what if that would apply for this? And that's where we generate our uniqueness, the value in our products. And once we have that unique differentiator, the thing that separates us, we know there's an audience, we know there's profit, and we know we can sell other things to our audience on the back end, provide them other value, well, that's when you know you have a winner, and that's something you should go out and create. As far as the product creation process, of course, I have multiple courses about it, going into detail, but you just find the right format. Every audience responds in a different way. Certain audiences demand DVDs to arrive in the mail. Certain audiences would never want their product delivered that way. They want an ebook. Other people want a physical book. Study your market and see what those people respond to, and we find what works best. From there, you can create something really magical, something really amazing, and you'll be very profitable. That's how I come up with my product ideas. That's how you can generate your own product ideas. And that's how you can create products that you know before you even release them will be good for you. Again, we find out if there's an audience. We find out if there's a need. We find out if we can sell additional things or provide additional value to that audience over time so that the customer has more value than the initial sale. And then we find a way to create a product that's superior to the competition, whatever competition exists. When we use those four simple steps, follow this simple four-step formula, you can create a product that has value, will be profitable, and is actually a cornerstone in a real business. And that's how you create something that could be profitable for a very, very long time. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Serve No Master. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll be back tomorrow with more tips and tactics on how to escape that rat race. Head over to servenomaster.com forward slash podcasts now for your chance to win a free copy of Jonathan's bestseller, Serve No Master. All you have to do is leave a five-star review of this podcast. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Serve No Master podcast. Make sure to subscribe so that together we can achieve true freedom.